0: Imagine a movie that takes the rival intelligence agency buffoonery from If Looks Could Kill, the kidnap child plot and stilted action sequences from The Long Kiss Goodnight, and shellacked them with a sloppy coat of late 90s edginess and post-Matrix action movie sensibilities. Well, folks, then you would have this week's entry in our Hops and Double O Flop series. I'm, of course, talking about 2002's Ballistic Colon X vs. Sever.
1: This is definitely a colon. Uh, Some might call it the devil's anus. (laughs) I mean, Peter Quill's grandpa does feature prominently. Hops and box office flops. A place where we can celebrate the underdog films, the bombs, the disasters, the much maligned movies that have drowned in their infamy. So please sit back, grab a beer, and enjoy the show.
0: Thank you for joining us for the 97th episode of Hops Box Office Flops presented by RevengeOfTheFans.com. We are the Interweb's premier podcast dedicated to poorly reviewed and or financially unsuccessful films. Tonight, as the third installment in our Hops and Double O Flop series, we'll be talking about one of the most poorly reviewed films of all time. Again, Ballistic Colon X Verse Sever.
1: Boo! Boo! Boo!
2: This movie.
3: Are you guys saying you don't like weird music that goes boo? Boo! Go! Go! Go!
1: There's a time and a place for all music, just not in this movie. This this movie is not the time and the place for any music.
2: This movie should have been buried six feet under the ground.
0: Oof. Joining me on tonight's pod is Ray Park's dialect coach, The Thunderous Wizard. i quote this movie, but there's no quotes. So. Oh. There's hardly dialogue in this movie. Here I am. Yeah. I'm Eww. Jeremiah X. We've also got Antonio Banderas' smoking and sulking coach Captain Cash stares to camera drinks mm-hmm. liquor mmm
1: smokes I think that's like 90 percent of his direction in this movie now could you be sulky but not sexy no we uh, dial back. L- listen Antonio I know it's your natural impulse to be sexy we need you to dial that back Just fighting for is boring just we fight just want boring you and
2: sulky. We want you to look exhausted at all points in time, or slightly drunk.
3: Not just exhausted. Antonio, look like you've just had a hip replacement. Now, double down on that. Uh, No one's going to understand why you're the best FBI agent in history, because you literally
0: run with like a weird limp. (laughs) But work with it. Yeah, yeah. And, of course, we have our resident 90s rap Corps and techno expert, Mayor McCheese. I
2: have nothing good to say about this movie.
0: <laughs> That's pretty fair.
1: Yeah, reasonable.
0: You can find the pod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Hops and B.O. Flops, and anywhere you download or stream Finer Podcasts. As always, you can find me talking about bad movies on Parlor and Twitter at Chumpzilla8. Does
2: Parler still exists? I thought that was gone.
1: Oh, we, exist. we <laughs> exist. I really... This pod got a lot more fashy, and I'm not sure I'm cool with it. What
0: happened? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, gentlemen, where can our listener find you on the socials? When I'm not under Ray Park and forcing him to
3: wear a turtleneck for the same
1: First turtleneck of all, for the entire movie. <laughs> that is a tactile neck. A tactile neck, sir. And it is completely appropriate for a spy film.
0: I uh, Super fashy.
1: Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm at writer TLK on Twitter. You can find me rocking the tactile neck at CAPT, C-A-S-H, on most of your social media.
2: And apparently when I'm not being a complete invisible uh, bullet lady, as Lucy Liu is for most of this movie, I am at HBOF McCheese.
0: All right. Well, thank you, gentlemen. That brings us to
1: beer.
2: And you're gonna nice need it. Pod. You're gonna need buckets of it.
1: Yeah. I like a couple yeah. pods ago. I said we should have had a a bucket pod. This should be the bucket pod. God damn! I hate this movie.
0: It's not good. Uh, and it's <laughs> such an understatement. <laughs> <laughs> That is very fair. And for tonight's pod, I've selected Sweetwater Brewing Company's Hazy, that's H-A-Z-Y, with periods in between, stylized, I don't know, IPA because a movie with an extremely hazy plot and logic deserves an extremely hazy beer. Hazy is a double dry hopped IPA with four varieties of hops for a juicy IPA flavor with plenty of citrus, pine, and tropical fruit notes, and it checks in with an ABV of 6.2%. It's a smooth drinking, hazy IPA that lives up to its name. It pours hazy, opaque, orangish color with a solid two fingers of head. Um, I'll give Sweetwater's Hazy IPA a three bad movie rating. It's very drinkable and an excellent specimen of the American style hazy slash juicy IPA. Cheers. And hey, Mayor McCheese, I know you've got this beer too. So tell us what you think. Yeah, I mean I'm in the
2: same boat. I think it's a three uh three bad movie beer. It's it's not so aggressive as some of the IPAs we've done, but it also is very good, easy drinking, and has good flavor to it. So I could I could sit through three bad movies with this beer as long as they're not ballistic X versus Sever.
0: No, I am sorry, that's ballistic colon. Colon, X
2: sorry
0: Seven. Sep- yeah, so we have
2: to if you don't separate that statement, it gets real confusing and ruins the movie.
1: Yeah, because yeah, this eat, title is so, so, so important to the movie's plot. You need to allow for at least either a breath or a, a strong-indicated ballistic X versus Sever. Respect the colon. Not
3: only is the title not important to this movie, it doesn't make any sense. Honestly, None of the I,
2: movie makes any sense. It well, sucks.
1: That's true. The thing yeah. that I find strangest about this pod so far is the amount of respect that... That uh Chumpzilla has given the colon, which he has never done in his entire life. Okay, now this is getting personal, but let's move on.
2: <clears throat> this is called this is what we call growth, Captain Cash. He's growing. Oh, that, He's
0: that's learning. Good. That's a good point. Good point. Okay. Mm. I'm not sure I agree with that, but fair or enough. Or he
2: just he just realized what a colon is, so now he wants to use the word more and more and more. Ah. Uh,
3: ballistic.
0: Okay, this, this is Chumpzilla versus Uh, (laughs) I'm a real I have a a family Let's let's keep going (laughs) Alrighty, well thank you for the review there Mayor McCheese, that takes us to the tale of the tape for Ballistic colon X for Sever The release date was September of 2002 It's got a runtime of about 91 minutes, and as far as the box office goes, it pulled in $20 million on a budget of about $70 million that makes, it, yeah, that makes it one of the bigger flops of all time. Yeah, And uh, it was not reviewed any better. The Rotten Tomatoes score is 0%. That's right, folks. There are no positive reviews for this movie on Rotten Tomatoes. And that's out of 118 reviews. And it's got a user score of about 19%, which, I mean, uh, it's not accounting for taste. Whatever. And on Metacritic, it's got a 19 with a user score of 2.5. Yeah, fair to say this movie was pretty much panned upon its release. Uh, Where can you find it? You're going to have to buy this movie on DVD to watch it. It's not streaming or rentable anywhere at the moment. Uh, But, uh, you know, hey, somebody make a quick run to Blockbuster. Come on. So what we're trying to say is... Can we get a physical copy somewhere? Is Is Blockbuster
1: still a thing? I don't know. Good news even if you wanted to watch this movie they won't let you do it yeah I also, the I, internet I, is preventing you
2: i have i have even better news hops and box office flops is branching out and we are selling a two pack dvd of if looks could kill and ballistic x versus sever for 49.99 because you cannot find these movies in existence anywhere else and we're going to have to drive around the country and get them from old family videos
3: uh mccheese is lying it's a laser disc uh and oh, even better there's there's one blockbuster left and it's an airbnb that you can rent and i think it's in seattle washington
2: and I i'm, was I'm 100 percent in yeah and we can maybe record a in. podcast there let's do it
0: i knew it was, knew it was northwest but let's what, add them hey can we borrow your copy of X for Sever? hey can we can we go into your store and get the last copy of Ballistic?
1: It is is Bend, Oregon, indeed, the last blockbuster.
0: Fun fact, the Game Boy Advance game X vs. 7, (laughs) based on an early version of the script, was very well received. It has an 80 on Metacritic, and it was considered the best first-person shooter on Game Boy Advance at the time. And it's basically a Doom clone, in case you were wondering. But anyway, moving on.
2: In, well, no, wait, hold on. If that's not the prize for tonight's trivia, I'm going to be very upset.
0: Oh, you're going to be very, very not upset. Nice. I have a, I have a real question here. If the Game Boy Advance
3: game was based on an early draft of the script, what did they shoot for the film? Because this couldn't have been a final script. It's not good enough to be a final oh, script.
0: Oh, 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 we'll come to that later. We'll, we'll come to that later. Um, but... Let's get to the director and the cast. This movie was directed by Weish Chaos Uh He is a Thai uh, native, and this was his first English language film. And I hate to say it, it might show. Um, moving on, it stars Antonio the 13th Warrior Banderas as retired FBI agent Jeremiah X. Welcome back to the pod. And it also features Lucy, Madam Blossom, that's right, that's a man with the Iron Fist joke, as rogue DIA agent Sever. No last name there, just just Sever. And we also get Ray, Darth Maul Park, as AJ, the Prince of Darkness, Ross. Okay. The, the Prince of Turtlenecks. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. Tactical necks, please. I mean, it is. Listen, to be the Prince of Tactile Necks is no small thing. It is truly an honor. And I mean, Ray Park seems pretty okay. I don't know why they had him do, like, a Cockney act. Like Ray Park is from Glasgow, Scotland. He's doing a Cockney accent in this thing. I don't know why they, like, who, who put, like... Ray he's Park a- put in the thought to go, you know what American audiences would read as bad guy? Cockney.
2: But and he's opted also, to do that. He's also working for an American agency, and I'm fairly sure... We normally don't hire British people. <laughs> well, well yeah. no, but that's my
1: point. Ray Park worked the hardest on this film and thought the most about what his character is doing. Everybody else phoned it in real hard. Ray Park MVP. Uh,
3: he's doing the <laughs> yeah. same accent from X Men though.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, he's. It's been two years. He can't. What do you expect him to do? Accents? He's a fighter
0: what well, no what i'm saying here is he? though is because it... he never fights in this movie except at the end
3: <laughs> and it's so slow you'd never know he was a fighter that's not his fault though that's come that's on it's because he's
0: waiting for Lucy Lou but no so i think the thing you're missing here captain cash is that Ray Park probably understood that his natural Scottish accent would be unintelligible to the American audience, so he had to soften it to a more recognizable British-style accent so we could hear what he was saying. As an American
2: agent who totally would have the British accent. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate that.
0: that. Yeah, I'm just saying, because the Scots,
1: man, the marbles in their mouths, come on. I just, no one else in this film bothered as hard as he did. No, he tried really, really hard.
0: And you can't blame him for the fight scenes. That's because Lucy Liu is so I, freaking slim.
3: But we'll get true. to that. But counterpoint, the whole movie's unintelligible, so just roll with it.
0: Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's all yeah. I'm trying
1: to say. He didn't have to do that. Ray Effort Park did wasted. that for us.
0: Effort wasted, no doubt. And we also have Talisa licensed to kill Soto as Vin. Ex-wife, uh, more like license to throw fans, am I right?
1: Hey, Jesus. hey. <laughs> I...
3: <laughs> <laughs> what, Princess Katana?
0: Yeah, yeah. Hey, of oh, the like throne time. of
2: Outworld. Yeah,
0: Please, I, yeah, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, moving anyway. on. And, and rounding <laughs> right, out the I cast, we get Greg with two Gs, the grandpa from Guardians of the Galaxy, Henry, as our main villain, Robert Gant slash Agent Clark. Spoilers. No, there's yeah. no spoilers.
2: That one's, <laughs> no one should matter. see this, so there's not a spoiler.
0: <laughs> All right, uh, so now on to one-liners. IMDB describes this movie as follows tasked with destroying each other, an FBI agent and a rogue DIA agent soon discover there's a much bigger enemy at work. Uh, I mean... Yeah, I, I guess. Sort of, a, <laughs> I That's not guess. quite accurate, um, and actually, it's not accurate at all, but good enough for this incoherent pile of shit. Uh, to be fair, that description sounds like it would maybe made it for a better movie. I don't know.
3: Yeah, uh, 100%. I have some thoughts on how you could save this movie, and
2: don't uh, yeah don't don't make it. Okay, well <laughs> that's, that, that's an option. Mind.
0: But uh, thunderous wizard, what would your one line description be? It's
3: this movie is simply moaning techno and explosions.
0: The movie. <laughs> that's it. That uh, kind of checks out. Yeah. All right. What say you, Mayor McCheese?
2: Ballistic X versus Sever. Don't bother.
0: But uh, I can't argue with that. Uh, (laughs) Captain Cash, what you got? There
1: is a single word that describes this film. And thankfully, it is in the title. Colon.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, Well, so here's mine. Ballistic colon... X for Sever is a movie, a very, very bad movie, that no one should see.
1: And your movie is bad, and you should feel bad, everybody involved in this. Pretty much.
2: I mean, the thing is, they brought players to the table.
1: They brought important people. And- you know what? Yeah, listen, I'll, this is nowhere. this isn't the shit movie champion of the world. I think we can so- all kind of agree, because there is a fair amount of competent stunt work. That's but it.
2: There, but something happened here, and I don't think we're ever going to know because I couldn't find any research, and I don't know if Jumpzilla did. But like, they got actual actors to be in this thing, and they pay. I'm, I'm assuming they paid them a ton of money considering the budget. And yeah. You ended up with it's just a giant wet blanket.
0: <laughs> yeah. There, there are some excuses you can make for this movie. I'll get into details later but none of them are enough to overcome what we got on screen
3: this movie reeks about as hard as any movie we've done of being rewritten constantly while filming because it makes no fucking sense
2: i don't know if it's rewritten as much as the the writing is they approach the city center action happens she walks Liu cannot be killed. very.
3: She walks very slowly <laughs> out in the open with a sniper rifle aimed on her and stares at the
0: sniper rifle. And then but, I
3: feel, I, but I feel they don't like
0: want to kill her. They don't want to kill her. no, this movie's just excruciatingly dumb. That's the thing about this movie. It's just so dumb. It's all visuals. It's no substance. but hey, let's let's not get hung up, get too hung up here. Let's move on to the plot really quickly. So, our poor listeners, here, here's my advice, guys and gals. Listen to this plot description. Don't watch the movie. Like, this will give you everything you need, and, and you can watch the trailer on YouTube, and you'll be done with it. This is not worth your time. So here's the plot. Retired FBI agent Jeremiah X is brought back to help the agency find a shadowy terrorist, I guess, uh, Gant, who has a stolen nanotech weapon Uh, Wait, no, check that. They want him to find a suspected rogue DIA agent, Sever, that has kidnapped the terrorist guy's son, or both of them? Uh, I'm not even sure. Just roll with it. X is only helping the FBI because they have promised him info
1: on his late wife, who might not be dead after all. No, they explicitly say, we'll tell you where she is. Like, could you imagine being told hey, the woman that you thought was dead for the last unclear number of years is actually alive, you'd be like, hey, fuck this shit. I'm going to go find her. Uh,
3: Now, remember, listeners, this is the greatest FBI agent to ever live who simply could not go figure out that his wife was alive. Instead, he toils around like a schmuck drinking whiskey, never even bothering to try and figure it out. It's so you know, absurd.
1: I mean, listen, hey, what, I can believe that he he believed that she was dead to the point that he didn't feel a need to go looking. But someone comes into his life and goes. Well, he
0: he does say that he went to her funeral. It's like, it's like yeah. I went to her funeral. I saw the casket, and his guys like, but it was a closed casket.
1: Dun dun dun. It's it's like, just so. Did no one like? Didn't they call him in to identify an body?
2: What the fuck is the DIA?
1: Ah uh, yeah, exactly. That's it is a real the, thing. That's yeah, real thing. it is. It's the Defense Intelligence Agency. Yeah,
3: don't fucking ask. They do super important shit that you could never understand.
1: <laughs> it's like the CIA, but but more hardcore. Which, like, you can kind of see the German of a of an idea in. It's FBI versus CIA, and what's going on there? It's the two agencies that are the. But they didn't do that and said they yeah, went, you know, yeah, you know yeah, it right, sounds right, tougher right, than CIA. All right, all right. Which ones CIA. Get,
2: which one gets supplied the tactical turtle uh,
0: the tactical neck? DIA. Yeah, sorry. DIA, the DIA, DIA is okay, the market yeah, corner yeah. on tactical necks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, okay, so X and Sever play a bit of cat and mouse and have a couple of ridiculous action sequences before they combine forces to go after Gantt together. Sever's motivation being that Gant killed her son, and X being that Sever has told him Gant has his now not-dead wife. X reunites with his wife and is picked up by Sever, who reunites the couple with their son back at her super-secret spy base. Oh yeah, Gant's kid is really X's kid. Crazy!
2: I do want to jump in here, listener, and say that if this is anywhere near confusing, then don't watch the movie, because none of it makes fucking sense, and it's All of that happens while sprinkled in with a bunch of bullet scenes.
0: Yeah. And, of course, this whole time, this this whole uh, reunion is going on, uh, they're being chased by Gantz men in a helicopter that just somehow follows them and holds its distance. Yep. Uh, is tracking them, and he says,
3: we're being followed, and then suddenly it's gone. (laughs) You know how we
1: moved past the 90s, though? (laughs) What didn't happen to that helicopter? didn't blow up didn't blow up we're past
2: the 90s baby i was really hoping we'd get another helicopter explosion in this it was the only it would have been the only saving grace in this month
3: if this were a 90s movie that helicopter falls directly on gant's dick
0: yeah yeah so close credits also, as the helicopter is following them, they cut to a scene with some of the worst green screen work I've ever seen in a movie. <laughs> and then after that, the helicopter is gone. So apparently, the green screen destroyed the helicopter off camera. It ate it. Whatever.
2: Well, they
3: they drove right off location and onto the set, and the helicopter obviously couldn't follow there. So that was yeah. That was the end. The
2: helicopter's so, already committed to another better movie. <laughs>
0: Although they did manage to lose the helicopter, Gant's men still show up at Sever's base for the final conflict. Lots of explosions and gratuitous slow-mo shots ensue with generic techno music bumping in the background. This is some of the most generic action ever put on film. (laughs) I mean, I'm serious. This is so bad. There's just like fireballs and guys diving around and none of it makes sense.
3: Literally people walking straight towards Banderas and him shooting a shotgun. Yes. And like, missing once, but then killing them. But like, nobody's ducking, nobody's jumping out of the way. They're just literally firing across from it. It's like a game yeah. of laser tag with
0: fourth the graders. only, yeah, the only gun we see Banderas brandish in this movie is a long-barreled shotgun.
2: Not the, not the best <laughs> weapon for spy work, but yeah, it's, it's it, a bit it, weird. A lot of these action sequences feel like they were drummed up by five or six high school kids eating pizza and being like, you know, it'd be cool. And (laughs) then this happened.
0: All right. So to quote X, let's finish this. X is confronted by Gant, who he recognizes as his former pal, agent Clark. Dun, dun, dun. X escapes by outrunning a landmine. Oh yeah. I forgot to mention. They're apparently having this shootout in an industrial shipping yard slash minefield. I guess. And then the Prince of Darkness and Sever have an honor fight, which is a thing that happens. Whispers,
3: that's not how landmines work.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean, but you have the shootout in a shipping yard on the account that it is very cheap. This was not a cheap shipping yard. This was a fake shipping yard. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah.
2: $70 million cheap?
3: They literally put $10 million into Banderas running from the explosions, and the poor stunt double actually gets hit in the face with debris at one
2: point. (laughs) Well, yeah, even Banderas got fucking injured by an explosion on this thing, didn't
3: he? Uh, Maybe that was him then, because I didn't read anything about the the behind-the-scenes of this, but there's a portion of his run away from the landmine where he gets about 50 yards before it starts blowing up
0: and he gets smoked in the face. Yes. Yeah, Thunderous Wizard. It's fair to say this whole fucking thing was amateur hour. <laughs> All right, go
2: go on with the plot, because we need to finish this.
0: And then, at the very end of the movie,
3: Lucy Luce stirs deeply into Gant's eyes and goes,
2: I'm gonna shit! <laughs> I'm gonna shit! I'm pretty
0: sure that does happen.
2: Wow. Wow.
0: Wow. Okay. After the honor fight, enters Grant slash Clark to finish off the defeated Ross with a grenade. Sever disappears while Gant tries to remove the nanite from X's son, only to find it missing. Sever reappears just in time to shoot Gant in the arm with the nanite and kills him by activating it. And the movie ends with X reunited with his family, and he shares a moment with Sever before she disappears, leaving an origami crane behind. A slow-mo tracking shot of the waterfront rolls. Hit the credits. Hallelujah! Holy shit! Where's the Tylenol?
1: I mean, a little racist, right? Like, why is she leaving behind an origami crane? Well, did you watch the after-credits scene? No, I didn't.
3: Wait, what?
2: There was an after-credits scene. (laughs) They call
3: in Rick Decker, and he's on the hunt for
0: a replicant. Which, I just... Hey, you know what? That makes sense, though, because there's that shot in their awful rooftop fight where Banderas punches Lucy Liu in the jaw, but then he has to shake the punch off his hand. Yeah. She might be a replicant. She's a replicant. You know, fair. Didn't think that, but fair. Um, Yeah, fuck. That movie's painful. So, gentlemen, what are your beer ratings? Um, I'll go first. I'll give this movie a solid six pain beers. Hard agree. Yeah, it's an incoherent mess. It's painfully boring in long sections. And that's bad for a movie that's only 91 minutes long. And the action is just not good enough to redeem it. Six pain beers.
1: Yeah, six pain beers. Hard agree. I will say the only thing that prevents it from being in the running for of shit movie champion uh, is that there are competent explosions. There are about three or four stunt pieces, not action scenes, but stunt instances within those action scenes. Where I'm like, oh, holy shit. They really blew up that car. It's kind of awesome.
2: I, I link back to both of you. It is, it's a solid six. We had previously talked on if this is the shit movie champion. And I got talked off the, uh, the ledge that I thought it was. And It does. Some of the action holds, not a lot, but just enough to... <clears throat> I gauge movies on how angry I am during and after watching them, and I was pretty angry while watching this, but not as angry as some of the other movies that we've done.
3: Yeah, I'll tell you this, if Harris Eulin fell off the church, like the guy falls off the roof of the building in this movie, then maybe this is the shit movie champion, but... He came down to a nice, like, soft cradle in Al Franken's arms. This is easily, this is six pain beers. This movie sucks. It's it's really Hard. tough to get through. It makes little to no sense. It's throwing twists at you, like, just out of the blue. Like, they think, this. oh, this is going to get them. It's like, no, it just doesn't make sense now.
2: And it also doesn't explain, like, key plot points, like, where she's doing the computer research on the nanite or whatever. Like it's just overlaid with techno music. And you're like, all right, so what's what am happening? I seeing?
0: E- yes. Yeah.
3: What's this, going on here? This makes the hacking scenes and hackers look <laughs> fucking awesome.
0: By comparison, <laughs> I
2: would agree with that. <laughs>
0: Well, all right, gentlemen, let's take a break to recover from that plot and grab another hazy IPA before diving into our general impressions of Ballistic, colon, X, first sever. I'll see you on the flip side. Welcome back, folks, to our 97th episode of Hops and Box Office Flops brought to you by RevengeOfTheFans.com Again, as part of our Hops and O Flop series, we're talking about Ballistic colon X for Sever. We've struggled through this mess of a plot, and now let's get into our general impressions. Guys, would you recommend watching this movie?
1: No. 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 Nope. no.
0: Uh No. Hard
2: no. It's a hard no.
0: If you're looking to buy the
3: dvd of this like hey i heard about this on a podcast but i can only get it on dvd stop it kill it yeah, with gone. fire
2: now yeah. even if a buddy is like hey i have a bunch of dvds in my collection of dvds do you want to watch ballistic x versus sever you immediately answer absolutely not
3: and you know what else you answer
0: you're no longer my buddy
2: <laughs> also true yeah <laughs> why are you trying maybe to poison we me this friendship
0: yeah that's uh that's a no it's 100% no. And it's just not worth the time. There's nothing about seeing this movie that you're like, ah, oh, I'm glad I saw that. No,
2: no, no, no. There's nothing in this. Hold on. TV me There's nothing in this that's unique or fun or good. It's just, it's an hour and a half slog of bad plot, like super bad plot and occasionally okay action.
0: Yeah. Um, and
3: Banderas just smoking like a chimney.
2: Oh no, and, and we, we just... talked about this we talked about this before the pod. He looks drunk or disinterested for most of this movie and either that,
0: that I think we happened. know why. Yeah. yeah.
1: I, I the only reason Banderas took this movie is someone was hiding his wife somewhere <laughs> and he wasn't allowed to see his wife again until he did this movie.
0: That or five million dollars. That's true. I
1: mean, even, like, listen, Banderas in 2002 could at least pretend to be interested for $5 million.
0: Uh, Anyway, uh, did this movie deserve to flop? I'll answer first. Yeah, it's just too dumb and boring to even catch on as a B-level action flick. It's just not fun enough to justify watching, as we've already described, I'm assuming you guys agree.
2: Yeah, I mean, even if this is on like, even if this is on like late night weekends, I'm not watching it. It's not a movie that is on television that I see. I'm like, oh shit, I'll watch that again. I'll, I will. I will never watch this again in my entire life
1: if I can help it. Yep. Yeah, same. As a, now, someone is again withholding information where I can find my dead wife. I will watch this film. Well, well not under other dead. circumstances. Not dead yes. wife. Yeah. My, uh, my dead wife. My, I thought dead, dead wife. Well, you're you're alive. so
2: bad at your spy job. You don't realize to like check that she actually died. You just yeah. assumed and then oh. she hooks up with the right.
3: You also <laughs> don't know that your former best friend became a huge international
0: arms dealing terrorist. What is happening? Who who work who works for another agency? Those guys are all DIA agents. Yeah, it's so ridiculous. The, the movie makes no sense cuz uh, you think they're terrorists. They're yeah. not. Listen, there are other government agents. He, he is, he is they're briefed not. about
3: this guy. Gant briefed about him. And this should tell you everything, you know, about why you don't need to watch this and why it deserved to flop. Cause it certainly did. And he is shown a picture of Ray park. And then is later interrogated by Ray park. And has
0: no suspicions that shit isn't on the level. Right. It, it's the Prince of darkness. Ray park. It, so They call the guy the Prince of Darkness and like for reasons. They don't tell you why. They just tell you, yeah, he's the no, Prince of Darkness.
2: They just casually mention it in a part of the movie and then they move on. You're like, so is he is he working for the good guys or the bad guys? Yeah. What's it why does he have a that fucking nickname?
1: <laughs> why does he wear turtlenecks? <laughs> tactile again. Necks. <laughs> tactile necks. They are incredibly Useful, valid spy operating gear. I don't care what anybody Did
2: get Captain Cash a tactical neck?
3: Uh,
1: I listen. How I, do you know what not makes you think I don't head?
0: already own? Yeah, I template. now want to change the prize for the trivia challenge. But but yeah, you should.
3: This should have flopped. And calling it a B-level action flick is unfair that, because this no, movie, no,
0: that, this movie gracious.
3: cost so much money. No. It's just a uh, my,
0: stupid my, stupid movie. My my comment is it doesn't even work as a B-level oh, yeah. Level yeah. action yeah. Oh, flick. God, it no, fails I... even at that. Oh, this it, The action the action's not good enough to even be a B-level action flick. It's... This couldn't even run on WGN at midnight. That's how bad yeah. this movie is. Well, and, and that's why it's not. Okay, so moving on here, uh did this movie achieve what it set out to do? And I can't really answer that. It's hard to tell. The script is terrible. And I've made this joke before, but I think this movie is the absolute textbook definition of underwritten and overplotted. They had plot points they wanted to hit, but they did nothing in between to reach them. It just forces its way through these weird twists and turns, and none of it makes any fucking sense.
2: Yeah, I mean, my, my view on it is that someone had a Matrix fever dream and then tried to make a movie out of that.
0: All
3: I know is that if this movie set out to capitalize on its star power, it absolutely failed.
2: <laughs> absolutely failed. So it
3: certainly hurt Lucy Liu's career. Uh, didn't help Banderas' career. This like it, it's sort of a d- disastrous project. So I don't really yeah. know what it set out to do,
1: but I don't think it did it. Like for me to be able to answer, did it set out to do what it wanted to do? I have to have some idea of what it <laughs> wanted to do. So n- no, I don't, I don't think so.
0: Yeah. So I think I can answer that to a certain extent because my next question is where did it go wrong? Uh, did this movie fail? And yeah, it failed pretty much across the board, but A big part of that is that Warner Brothers was anxious to cash in on the success of the matrix and they snapped up a spec script and inserted this Nanite plot point to make it more like the matrix. And this movie was just basically a cash grab from the start. It's clear they didn't give enough support to this first time director in his first Hollywood film, and poor chaos was just in way over his head. Like, they didn't have a real plan for this movie. They are just like, yeah, it's a gun movie with techno music. It'll be fine. Insert some, like, nanites and, and technology shit. Yeah, the Matrix made money. This will make money, too. Well, and, I
1: mean, not for nothing, yeah. they got Banderas and Lucy Lou who were tr- arguably at near the heights of their power. Correct. Big names. What you just told us really is going to
3: feed into how we could make this movie better because the entire Nanite subplot doesn't need to be in the movie in the way it is. Like The entire Gantt character doesn't need to be in the movie. It should just be two warring spies going at it. That's the movie.
0: It's the yeah. best
3: versus the best. And then do so, whatever you want
0: in the middle. So, So before we get there, I've got a couple of questions, though, about the movie that we did get. I want to know what you guys think is the most ridiculously bad action scene, and I've got four options. Is it one, the rooftop fight? Is it two, the Mustang crash? Is it three, the double-barrel rolling cars? Or is it four, the honor fight with Darth Maul?
3: I can say unequivocally, it's the honor fight with Darth Maul because you're waiting for Ray Park to have his moment, and the fight scene falls so flat.
2: And it takes fucking forever.
0: It does, and the whole oh, chain thing. That she's clearly not good with the chain, and Ray Park just has to wait her to, wait for her to swing it around. And I'm like, okay, I'm, waiting. I'm waiting. It is All so bad. All right, now here, here's my mark. Why not
3: take the camera out, you know, and show like a real full frame of the fight? Because gosh, it is cut. It is cut just terribly. It's, it's just so slow. Real. Oh God, I'm having flashbacks.
2: I don't.
0: Geez, do you agree? Yeah, oh yeah,
2: that's mine. It's,
0: all right, all right, all the, right. No, the, the, direction, the,
2: the, the direction got the chaos treatment.
0: Chaos! All right, Captain Cash, what say you?
1: So, I, forgive me, I, I don't remember if this is part of it just because this movie is so mind-erasingly bad. <laughs> but for me, the worst part of all of this as far as action scenes in retrospect go is literally the very first scene Sever attacks this team of people. Not because the action is incompetent, but because Lucy Liu's character has a hood over herself, so there was zero reason it needed to be Lucy Lou through any of it. So you could have had Ray Park put on that outfit and kick the shit out of absolutely everybody in that thing doing an amazing thing and flip the hood over, and oh, it's Lucy Lou. But instead, it's a very slow fight. Fu- like, it's the first fight scene. And it is incredibly slow. And, r- like, very, very stilted. And you're like, wait, what? <laughs> uh, you know, I don't
0: necessarily agree. I think that's, in my opinion, as far as this movie goes, that's one of the scenes that's not terrible. It's not great, but it's not terrible.
1: I just... There, there were like, let me flip it on. Let me let me flip this question around. What was the best scene? What was the The, best action piece? The
0: guy falling on
1: on the car the guy falling off the roof, exactly. That, yeah. So, we all agree what the good
0: until until the tire flies off and hits another guy because that makes no sense. I'm comfortable with that compared to what the rest of the shit we got. So, yeah, yeah, I'll I'll grade this movement a curve, I'll give that a pass. But, you know, I think the worst scene for me, Captain Cash, by far, is that Mustang scene. Because when she backs out into the alleyway and pulls out into the road, and she sees that there's people on either side of the street, so she has to pull back forward towards Antonio Banderas, she just drives straight into a car. Yes, they show us Antonio Banderas shooting X. They show us X shooting out her car tire with a shotgun. That might be like the only like hero moment for Antonio Banderas in this movie, where he shows he's proficient with a firearm, uh, in an extenuating circumstance, he shoots out her tire, but her car is already driving into the dumpster or whatever she hits. It it, 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 eviscerates the car. The car doesn't, the, the car doesn't swerve or like, Arr! no, she just, he gets hit and just goes slams into what's directly in front of it. Like, dude, she's already driving into the dumpster. He didn't have to shoot her. Like it's just such a shitty action scene. There's like, no, it's not dynamic at all.
3: Yes. And it's very long kiss. Good night where she
0: emerges unscathed
3: after appearing to die. <laughs>
0: Well, regardless, I've got two questions about some really weird scenes in this movie, one of which does directly precede that Mustang scene. But I'll go to the first one first. And that is the scene where X, before the Vancouver shootout, is sitting in the car with his partner and is downing pills. And his partner says to him, oh, is that why they call you X? And he's like, no, I'm on a diet. That never comes back up. You just see Antonio Banderas eating pills for reasons. Ecstasy jokes for the (laughs) win. Yes. So 90s. And then the second one is when Sever is running from X following the shootout, preceding that weird Mustang scene. She encounters a guy trying to grope a girl in an alley, and she breaks up what I can only assume is a potential date rape by kneeing the guy in the crotch and breaking his nose and then continues on. Like I what the fuck was that? It's agreed. Just, it tot- I, I get it. It, it. It's not like a, it was a noble action. She stopped a potential crime, I suppose, but it like doesn't fit into the movie at all. It's just a weird break in the
1: action. So I, I have a couple questions based off what you've said. First off, the the alley scene, I get that this guy is, is meant to be a bad guy in the moment, so you don't feel bad when Sever breaks his nose and, and beats the crap out of him. So, okay, fine. But I, I am sort of curious that his immediate reaction after trying to do the date rape to look at Sever goes, oh, what's up, beautiful? And then she just beats his ass, and you're like... What? I... What?
0: Yeah, That's not how humans talk. I... Yeah.
3: No, that scene is so stupid. Uh, And there's no reason to have it in there. She could just run into the building like this is a high-stakes chase.
1: Well, listen, the reason I feel like it's there is to highlight the fact that Lucy Liu's Severa character is... Uh, is actually good is actually,
3: she's right? not all
0: bad she's
1: not yeah. all bad. yeah
0: she has more
3: but she just murdered like i don't know 80 policemen so,
0: so.
1: yeah yeah i listen agreed it's, no, yeah, but it's, it's it, 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 no
0: no it's supposed to show you that she has some
1: moral code or something yeah, but I mean, the it problem there is she has work. no idea work. that's what's happening. She just sees two people necking in an alley, and then the the dude immediately turns to her and puts the moves on her, and it's like, okay, gross.
3: It's the same way I feel about all this shit. Just like in Long Kiss Goodnight with uh one eyed, formerly Do known as two eyed Jack. Do not
1: compare this movie to Long Kiss no, Goodnight. No, but it's
3: like anytime you include like this random, like oh here's a guy taking advantage of woman, it's like it's bullshit. Find a better way to write your script than to be a disgusting yeah. creep. I don't totally. why. So, I don't quickly, know.
0: Quickly, quickly, Thunderous Wizard. I've given everybody the two choices. Which one is the worst? Is it the pill scene or the date rape scene? Thunderous <laughs> Wizard? They both don't fit the movie, but considering Banderas looks
3: drunk the entire movie, I guess the the latter is the one I would go against. He Fair. literally fights drunk. He runs drunk. He shoots drunk. He looks drunk. He looks drunk. <laughs> it, it's he's always like on a three drink. day bender. He's smoking constantly. He's got a he, you know, he hasn't shaved. <laughs> he yeah. doesn't change right. the entire movie. <laughs> uh,
0: this movie happened in a day, as far as I can tell. All right, Uh Me Cheese, which scene is the worst for you? I mean they
2: both suck, <laughs> to be no.
0: honest with you. I mean the pill fair. scene
2: it, the the pill scene is lame and the date rape scene is over the top at best and unnecessary at worst.
1: Fair. Fair. Captain Cash. What's I, your take? Okay, so I'm gonna side with Thunderous Wizard. The worst scene for the purpose of the movie is the the X popping pill scene only because there's very clearly supposed to be something there in X versus Sever? Like what? Like X is very clearly a pun, right? Like it's his name is spelled E S C K S, right?
3: No, E C K S.
1: E C K S. Sorry. Go go go. Wait, what? I'm just doing the techno. Music. <laughs> Thank you. The point is his name is a pun for the word or for the letter X, which could have any number of connotations versus Sever. That doesn't line up. Like, if for some reason you decided to name Lucy Lou something O, like Sandra O, and it'd be X versus O, oh, okay, that's kind of a clever thing. I see where they're going. Why is racist. X versus Sever? It's not. It's not racist. That's just I, an example pun. They're Asian. Yeah, they're I mean, Asian they're both That's my any... point that you can use.
0: I'm kidding. Okay. I'm
1: kidding. <laughs> I think. I don't know. But that's what frustrates me so much about this movie. Why is it X versus Sever when clearly you've got yeah. the X there and you don't do anything with it versus... So, I- I'll be honest with you,
0: Captain Cash. I think I have a very simple answer for that.
1: No one gave a fuck?
0: Well, sort of. I think the it's actually, they're dual puns. I think you're missing the point in the Sever name. It's supposed to be... Both names are puns for letters and numerals. It's X versus seven.
1: Well, why is is that a a natural versus? It's not. That's the point, though. But I
0: think one thing this movie does that is smart is, let's be honest here. As a pod, I want to pull you guys. This is one of the few movies that I know all the main characters' names. Uh, I watched it I mean, one time and I know all their names. No, I don't know no, the FBI names. I, I, I know X and Sever. Name. What's that? I don't even know his wife's name. So. Yeah, I know I
2: know, I know, I know X, Sever, and Ant. Her name is Gant, Vin Diesel? Clark,
0: Vin, Ross. They, they they used very simplistic names for all these characters to try to make them memorable. And that's what the X for Sever is, is X and Seven. That's my personal. That's my head canon. That's what they were trying to do, and I think it's a very anime type thing to have these names that aren't really their names. They're 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 kind of like avatars for the real names. I'm not gonna
2: lie to you, Chumzilla. I love you, but you need to stop trying to make this movie better. It's not no, good. It's, it's not better. Sucks. But
0: it's, it sucks but I know. I know the main characters' names. Oh, good That's for all you. I'm saying is that a uh, uh, Gant, that Clark, is a and that I, is I, I, and I I very low, low barrier to entry, sir.
2: I guarantee five. I guarantee five days from now you will not remember seventy-five to eighty percent of this movie.
1: Oh, but but I'll remember hating it.
2: I'll remember. I will remember if anyone ever asked me, "Do you want to watch Ballistic X versus several I'll be nope. there's no fucking way in my.
0: <laughs> and the rest uh, of my fine. days on this
2: earth that we're gonna watch this movie. <laughs> uh,
0: so, 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 so stop beating me up here. Let's get on to the next category. What would have improved this movie? Well, not. I'll start it. with you, yeah, Mary, Cheese. For,
2: for it to have never been made.
0: I
3: already offered mine. So you you cut all the Gant stuff. You make it a straight up spy versus spy. Maybe Lucy Lou kidnaps his kid. You play that, he has to come out of retirement to stop her. This movie yeah, is it's just like it's so... There's no reason for it to be so convoluted.
0: Yeah, fair. Captain Cash, what say you?
1: I just... This is, this movie is such a hash that it's so hard. Like, I don't know that there's any one thing, but... The only thing I could think is that could possibly save it as cheaply as possible. Make it weirder. Make it full on fucking crazy weird. <laughs> go like,
2: bonkers with it?
1: Yeah. Like actually the, the, the sun is a robot child. <laughs> like I mean Oh, so Vision. Just, WandaVision. Okay. Yeah, no, no, like,
2: I, I would say I would say more C Lab. Make it make make it go more C Lab than <laughs> WandaVision.
1: Twenty twenty one, baby. It is twenty twenty one, yeah. yeah. That's what I mean. I I'd, re- right. I'd
2: rewatch it if it was Ballistic X versus Sever C Lab Twenty Twenty
1: One. Yeah. Ballistic X versus C Lab. What, what about this?
3: Ballistic X versus Sever, and he's going after the Growing Pains family.
1: Ooh. Uh, how about
2: Ballistic? Now we've X- got an
1: idea. I, listen, well, as, as about, long how- as he immediately kills Kirk Cameron, I'm here for it. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Just so so we can link this into all of our other pods, how about we do Ballistic colon X and Sever versus Bloodshot?
1: Bloodshot shows up. This movie is solved in five minutes. Yeah. I'm, it's uh,
2: more i mean, it's more yet. of a it's more of a vignette. It's maybe a twenty minute movie.
1: <laughs>
3: Can I just say uh it's not bloodshot, it's Oscar nominated bloodshot.
1: <laughs> oh, so, my, my Academy apos- Award nominated bloodshot. Put some respect on his name. <laughs> my bloodshot. apologies,
2: that just came out.
1: Uh no, yeah, uh, that's definitely how you improve this movie. Bloodshot shows up in the first five minutes, everyone else dies. Nice. So In my
0: opinion, the only thing other than Bloodshot that would improve this movie is had they given Antonio Banderas' character a bigger role. He literally doesn't have a hero moment in the movie. It's the weirdest thing. Like He spends most of the movie watching Lucy Liu's character kick ass, and he just follows behind her. And even in the final conflict, he doesn't really do anything. It's all Lucy Liu. It's really weird. That's not true. He runs around like he's Nick Nolte a lot. Okay, fair. Like with a weird limp. And yeah, kind of yeah like, or
1: like uh, Samuel L. Uh, Jackson in uh, in Captain Marvel, yeah. you know, where Samuel Jackson is pushing 70. Where he's
3: supposed to be younger, but he's much, much
0: older. It, 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 but he, yeah, his character isn't given anything to do. He just survives till the end, and, and Lucy Lou does all the dirty work. Uh, it, and what's with the shotgun? It's like the weirdest gun for this thing. Like he's the—he's supposed to be the Wolverine of the movie. He's the best at what he does. And
2: no, no the movie does doesn't. Under, the, the movie doesn't understand guns, considering Lucy Liu is using a submachine gun to pick people off from rifle. hundreds of hundreds of yards away during that weird. But <laughs> I don't know if it's a train station or wherever they're at, but that. That opening scene where she's invisible and then gets a 50 cal. That fucking ridiculous. The gunplay in this is abysmal.
0: It's laughable, but I'm just saying that it it, would have helped if they'd given Pandarus's character a bigger action role. It it, might have helped some, but it wouldn't have saved the movie. All right, listener, we need to take a break here to freshen up our sweet waters. But before we do that, here's a message from our buddies at the Hop Nation podcast. Welcome back to Hops and Box Office Flops. It's time for our Ballistic Colon Trivia Challenge. Tonight, gentlemen, it's the standard format, five questions, multiple choice, and tonight you're playing for a copy of the Game Boy Advance game, X vs. Sever. It's a prize worth approximately 20 American dollars, which is 13 more American dollars than the copy of this movie on DVD is worth, both with free shipping and tonight. The chime-in is Colon. Just just Colon. That's that's the chime in
3: Well, I'm not surprised it's more expensive considering it's the greatest first person shooter in Game Boy Advance history. wait, wait. wait. Have colon. you played Shut up.
1: it? You don't understand what you're
2: talking about. Have
3: you have you ever played it? Has anybody played a first person shooter on Game Boy Advance?
1: Weird a god, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna go check my arcade and I'm gonna find it and I'm gonna play it. Somebody find this.
0: All right. Well guys, again, chime in phrase. Colon. Colon. Moving on. Question number one. Why was filming for this movie moved from Bangkok to Vancouver? Was it A, Lucy Liu's contract? Was it B Banderas's contract? Was it C the nine eleven attacks? Or was it D
1: tax breaks? Colon. Colon. That goes to Catched in Cash. In just like this movie, which is the 9 11 of movies, I'm going to say 9 11. That is a fact. According to the director, oh because a
0: security <laughs> concern. Jesus Christ. To have the crew fly over to Thailand. Instead, they filmed in Canada. Yep. Wow. That is the <laughs> most.
1: 2002 the, thing to happen. I, that
2: may be the most depressing trivia question we've ever done.
0: Okay, that was disappointing and depressing, but on to question number two. The movie was based on a spec script, originally titled Legion, and then Gunner. Who was set to star in the movie Gunner? Was it A, Chao Young Fat? Was it B, Jean-Claude Van Damme? Was it C Jet Lee or D Dolph Lundgren? I'm
2: gonna shoot.
0: That uh I'll give that to I'm gonna shoot counts. I'm gonna uh, give that to Mary McGee's.
2: Uh, whoever number C was, was that uh Jet
0: Lee? Yeah, Jet Lee was number C. I'm going uh, with Jet Lee. Number C? Number C, it, number, C. But, num- C. number number Five C Jet C. Lee is not correct.
1: Ah, is, colon. colon.
0: Oh Colin, Colin, okay, Captain Cash, can you steal? Tell on fact. Oh no,
2: that was definitely That was me.
0: That was definitely uh, I gave it Wizard. to Captain Cash And that was also In, my incorrect. answer. Correct. Oh okay. So Ooh. So 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 Thunderous Welcome. Wizard, you have lucked I guess I'm to say. out. Your two remaining answers are J C V D and Dolph Lundgren. Who do you choose? Ooh. Oh shit. 50, 50. Uh, Take number eight. It's gotta be J C V D. It was Dolph Lundgren. No. Really? <laughs> oh,
1: no no way. What is Dolph doing in two? So the year of, in our Lord, 2002? Apparently oh.
2: nothing. Apparently he's doing nothing. Uh, so-
0: actually, that, that was being discussed in 1988. <laughs> oh, okay. I left wow. that detail out. All right, so I believe Captain Cash has lead at 1-0. That, ble- <clears throat> that does bring us to question number three. What was the plot of chaos's first movie? The Thai language film Fa? Was it a jewelry thieves versus cops? Was it B drug runners versus cops? Was it C human traffickers versus cops? Or was it D corrupt cops versus good cops? Uh, Colon. Co- yep. Bye. Wait, wait. Wait. Was that was that Mayor McCheese? That was, yeah, Ma- that was that McCheese. was McCheese. Yeah. McCheese. What say you? I'm gonna go with D. A D. Uh, that would be corrupt cops versus good cops. That is incorrect. Uh, Captain Colon. Cash. Thunder Spud. Can you steal? Colon. Uh, drug traffickers versus cops. That is also incorrect. Uh, All right, Uh, Captain Cash, jewel thieves or
1: human traffickers. Correct. Anybody else been to Thailand? No. Nope. All right. Well, so I feel like both are incredibly valid options. And if I had to eliminate any of the other two, I really wish one of you would have chosen either of these. Just uh, pick. Let's go. Come on. Listen, I, I I feel like the worst option. Human traffickers versus cops. Final answer. You are
0: incorrect. It was fucking two jewelry
1: teams. thieves. I versus knew I stone. should have gone with that. Yeah, oh. one one of the cops' wife
0: gets tied up in the hostage situation. It's sounds like a stupid movie, but okay. So, but you're still winning, Captain Cash. You're in the lead, one to zero to zero. So, we'll move on to question number four. How many movies? starring Antonio Banderas, were released in 2002? Was it A, 2? Was it B, 3? Was it C, 4? Or was it D, 6? Colon. Captain Cash. Give me three. You are incorrect, sir. Mary Cheese.
1: Oh, no. I just realized what I did wrong.
3: Uh, colon,
1: four. Four. That is correct. Antonio Pandaris. Oh, Shrek 2. You got me on Shrek 2. I forgot about Shrek 2. No, you were
0: wrong. It is not Shrek 2. And I can tell you why you're wrong. We're currently tied to one-to-one here. Uh, excellent work there, Thunderous Wizard. That brings us to question number five, which will hopefully act as a tiebreaker. Okay. Surprisingly... Ballistic, colon, X for Sever, was not Banderas' lowest grossing movie of the year. (laughs) Which film was? Was it A, Femme Fatale? Was it B, Spy Kids? Or was it C, Frida? Colon, colon. That goes to Mary's.
2: Frida.
0: You are incorrect. Colon, Ah, colon, colon,
3: colon, 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 colon.
0: That goes to the thunderous wizard. It's femme fatale. That is correct. Yeah. Oh. So, at, so, out of, out of the four movies released in two thousand and two, uh, this movie made like twenty something million dollars or whatever we said it did. Uh, Frida made fifty six. Spy Kids 2 made 119. Yeah, Spy
1: Kids made shitloads of money. Way to yeah, go, Robert kid, Rodriguez. You kick ass. Yeah,
0: and Finn Fatal only made 16.8, but it was like on a tiny budget, so it was not a bomb. So anyway, that, folks, brings us to the end of our ballistic colon trivia challenge. Thunderous Wizard, you are the victor. And the spoils are yours. Enjoy your Game Boy Advance game uh, for X vs. Sever. It's a fantastic Doom clone. I really, truly hope you enjoy that. Uh, Just real quick. The game itself, is it
1: titled Ballistic
0: X vs. Sever? mm, Nope, just X vs. Sever.
1: Okay. Just let me check.
0: So, fun fact. I meant to bring this up earlier. But people were confused by the title. Understandably so. So they decided to add the ballistic to it because the director, Chaos, had some delusion that his movie was somehow inspired and related to the Steve McQueen classic, Bullet. So he wanted to use that bullet motif, so he named the movie Ballistic, because ballistic and bullet are you know similar terms. And uh, it just this movie's misguided
1: from Jump Street. Yike.
0: Yeah. But the video game was X for Sever, and in fact, at the last minute, they had to change the Sever character from a male sprite to a female sprite to match the script, because initially they were both male. So, huh. Fun, fun, fun fact. That yeah. feels like a trivia thing. All right. Uh, I left that out because it's it's kind of obscure. <laughs> Well, that brings us to the end of the pod and to recommendations. I'm going to go first because I'm selfish like that. And I'm going to recommend a slightly obscure documentary from PBS, The Lost Children of Rockdale County. It was released in 1999, and it focuses on a 1996 syphilis outbreak in the suburbs of Atlanta. It's a little weird. It has a little bit to do with the Olympics that year. And the CDC gets involved. And if you're a true crime fan, if you like forensic files and stuff like that, you're gonna enjoy this documentary. It's a weird look at this strange, like teen sex cult thing that, yeah, caused a, a a weird outbreak in syphilis that the CDC got involved in. And it's a thing that happened, and it's real, and it's super weird. And you can get it on YouTube and other video streaming platforms for free. So if you're a true crime fan, check it out. It's kind of an oddity of the late 90s, moving into the early aughts, much like this movie. So anyway, gentlemen, what are your recommendations?
2: Keeping on the the true crime theme, the only thing new that I've started watching is on Netflix, there is Crime Scene, The Vanishing at the Cecil Hotel. I'm only an episode and a half in, but it's fairly well shot. It's intriguing. I'm sure it's a story that most people already know about, but I don't pay attention to. So I find it, um, worthwhile, worthwhile for a view, especially if you like that sort of stuff. So that's what I'm watching right now.
3: Let's just keep going. True crime. Not really, but I will say night stalker on Netflix is, holy shit. What a story. Uh, I was you know, living in California at the time, but I was very young, so obviously I don't remember any of, it, any of it, but wow, that is insane. But my actual recommendation, because this movie is essentially a shitty video game, it's essentially plotted a lot like a Metal Gear Solid game, is Insert Coin, the documentary about Midway arcade games throughout the 90s, It is so much fun. It's available to purchase now. And if you love video games and you were a child of arcades, Mortal Kombat, uh, you know, NARC, uh, uh, NBA Jam, all that shit, you will love this documentary. It is a lot of fun. That's my recommendation.
2: Arcades like Killer Instinct, where I almost got beat up. Yeah,
3: where you... uh, you pretended not to know how to play, and then that guy wanted to kill you, even though I, you actually I, didn't know how to play.
2: Listen, I didn't know how to play, so I button mashed a lot, and yeah, I beat somebody yeah. who was there for hours, and then he wanted to beat me up, and I was like fourteen with a thunderous wizard at our local shopping yeah. mall. Uh, listen, arcade
1: Killer Instinct is a, is definitely a game that thrives on the button mashing.
2: Yes. He,
3: uh, McCheese took his hat off, his Bubba Gump shrimp hat,
1: I did and, a and Gump put Gump it in his back pocket, 90s.
3: as in to disguise <laughs> himself from the aggro teenager that wanted to kick his ass. All he
2: wow. knows I, I yeah. know that Ow. day I won a killer in strength. That's what matters.
1: Wow. All right. So I do actually have a recommendation that I really want people to watch. If it's WandaVision, I'm hanging up. No, it's It's not. I I mean, people should watch that, but that's not my recommendation. Um, But because Banderas is present here, I have another recommendation that I'm going to do now versus what I want to do. Uh, And that is, watch The Mask of Zorro from, like, I think it's, like, 2001. That is a great movie. Catherine Zeta-Jones... Antonio Banderas, Anthony Hopkins, they all fucking slay. That is a great movie. It's a great movie.
0: Is that, is that a prequel for Don Juan DeMarco? Uh,
1: no, it is, uh, it is a follow-up to the original Zorro-like show from the '50s, where Anthony Hopkins is Don Don De La Vega, but instead. Something goes terrible. Don De La Vega's child is kidnapped by his greatest enemy, Antonio Banderas, then becomes Zorro. It is a great movie. You should watch The Mask of Zorro.
3: It is good. He's not wrong. It is so good. It's very good. The sequel, not so much, but...
1: Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I don't know if I've seen the sequel. And it's... Am I confusing the sequel? No. The... Hang on. The Legend of Zorro is the sequel? Mask of Zorro is ninety eight. Yeah, but you know he's right.
0: This time, Legend, Captain Cash is yeah, right.
1: Exactly. Yeah, right. Legend yeah. is uh, two thousand and five.
0: Well, thank you for your recommendation, Captain Cash. And now it's time for us to finish up the pod. So thank you tonight for joining us on this ninety seventh episode of Hops and Box Office Flops. And don't forget, you can find the pod anywhere you find your finer podcasts. And you can follow us on social media at Hops and Bo Flops. On Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find the Thunderous Wizard at WriterTLK on Twitter, Captain Cash at CAPTCASH on most of your social medias, and you can find the Mayor McCheese on Twitter at HBOF McCheese. Thunderous Wizard, what do we have lined up for our final installment in the Hops and Double O Flops series? In
3: our final episode, it will be the Val Kilmer. Uh, satire Extraordinaire Top Secret uh, I believe from 1984 It is very funny I think you'll enjoy it quite a bit
0: Unlike this movie So stay tuned We can only hope And folks, for the outdoor tonight I don't even care We'll see you next week Stay safe Take care We'll see you then